It's Wednesday, June 1st, 2022, and it is Global Running Day, and this is episode 103 of Talk Commerce. Do you want to have an impact on the world and do something to better it? Reynaldo Santana helps us to understand the complicated maze of the nonprofit Google AdWords program and how he helps nonprofits to better themselves through these online tools. Reynaldo is a former tech executive with 10 years of experience working from corporate to small medium sized businesses to nonprofits and startups managing a budget of 30 million and teams worldwide. Ronaldo is a serial entrepreneur, investor, speaker, philanthropist, and author on a mission to impact 1 billion lives by using what he has learned along his journey. And now, your free joke. What pronouns does chocolate use? Her, she. This episode of Talk Commerce is brought to you by SalesLayer. SalesLayer is a product information manager in the cloud that centralizes product information and synchronizes it in all sales channels automatically. Print, web, mobile, product feeds for the retailers and more. Woo! Big cheering in the background, but low budgets, we can't do it. Forget about inefficient spreadsheets with SalesLayer. You can upload the information that you have in whatever format you have with one simple click. Go to saleslayer.com today and learn more about how this fantastic PIM in the cloud can help your business move forward into the future. My name is Brent Peterson and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, talk commerce. Welcome to this episode of Talk Commerce. Today I have Ronaldo Santana. He is an entrepreneur <laughs> and a, the founder of Impact Annex. Ronaldo, go ahead, introduce yourself, tell us what you do in your day-to-day life, and maybe one of your passions. Thank you so much, Brent, for having me here today and everyone for listening today. I'm happy to. So who is Ronaldo Santana? Well, I am someone who was uh, born in Lawrence, Massachusetts. I'm a serial entrepreneur, Impact investor. I'm an author. I'm a, a motivational speaker for young people. Uh, I am second generation here in the U.S. My parents came from the Dominican Republic. So everything that, that I do is new and the first one in my family is pretty cool. It's like a journey or, or an adventure on everything that I do in life. So it's, it's pretty awesome. But aside from that, my background, 12 years working in the tech field. I used to live in Mexico, San Francisco, California. I did some time in Florida and Colombia, Venezuela. So I've been everywhere as well. One thing that I also like to do and to share with everyone is that I've been playing the trumpet since the age of seven. So I'm a musician as a hobby. And also, so I do love music a lot and I love to travel, like to eat food. Uh, you can consider me as a, a chubby guy if you see me in the street. Not that big. I'm a chubby guy. But if you ever come to Massachusetts, uh, hit me up. Happy to grab some sort of food or drink. <laughs> All right. Yeah, trumpet. I, I played trumpet in, in junior high, and I still have my trumpet. I was thinking about putting it up on the wall behind me, and I've played piano all my life. So two things in common already. Oh. The Minnesota Twins have a large following in the Dominican Republic for their baseball players, and I think we have what towns for the 
wolves that is from or his family's from Dominican Republic. Anyways, so true. Yeah, I've been there a couple times, done some work there. Mm. It doesn't, anyways, so let's get talking about the Impact Annex. What is it? What do you do? Within these past twelve years, I've had the opportunity to be a, a business owner myself and work for a few startups, start my own start startups as well, work for corporate small medium businesses. So I had a chance to really understand the different types of pain points that a different size organization can have and understand how sales and marketing works as well. And I actually wrote a book in 2016, it's on Amazon, on catching up to millennials because technology doesn't wait for anyone. It keeps evolving over and over and we have to keep adapting as business owners. And that's not easy, especially if you're a different generation. So things are moving very rapidly. So in that book, I was explaining the history of marketing sales and how that has changed into this thing called inbound marketing, which people today are now creating a lot more content to be found and to build that trustworthiness with the consumers because we can agree that consumers have also changed the way that they buy today. There's a lot of due diligence in the process now of um, buying a product or service beforehand. And people like to now go onto Google or Yahoo or something to look up the person's name or the company's name, look at reviews. That There's different types of checklists that we all do now naturally before you buy something. The idea of impact acts came, came about of, you know, it's time that we not only understand that this is where things are going, but it's also a shift in mindset. I went to business school. I've been a business owner. I worked in di different businesses and it's really the same thing where it's pitch your product, pitch your idea, pitch, sell, push, right? And that becomes annoying at some point and people like to be pushed. And so, I'm on a mission to, you know, impact 1 billion people out there. And with the message of you should give before you receive. And I'm sure some of us have heard that before from our grandfather, grandmother, or church or family members overall. And it's true. If you give first before you receive, great things come out of that. And that's what impact is all about. It's about giving before you're receiving. And I show that mindset shift. And I use different tools um, to help people thrive and be a thought leader and stand out. So going straight to the point, what is Impact Annex, right? It is basically we're an organization that helps organizations create a philanthropic arm to their business or to their organization. Now, what does that mean? Basically, let's take a for-profit um, organization, for example. I, I would kind of speak to the owner and be like, hey, what do you care about? What kind of causes that you really that's close to you. It can be the Red Cross, it can be saving animals, saving children, you name it. What's that special thing that's close to your heart? And typically they'll tell me what that is. And if they don't know what that is, I can tell them, what, have you ever thought about giving back to your community by just teaching people on what you do for your for-profit? So rather than pitching and selling your service and products, why not teach people about your products and services and how you help people? And what are the pain points that you're trying to solve? And they're kind of looking at me like, huh, that's a different angle. <laughs> what is? And so once we come down to, all right, so this is what we're going to do. This is the cause that you're going to focus on. I file and register a nonprofit on their behalf. It can be in the U.S. or it can be in Canada. And once we have a nonprofit set up and once we have the targeted or all set with agreed upon, I tend to focus on a particular grant that many people don't know about, Brent. And that is that there's the Google Nonprofit Program grant. And Google provides nonprofits with $120,000 of Google ad credit every single year for a lifetime, which is remarkable. Number two, I found out that Google only works with one partner 
in this to validate nonprofits, and they're called TechSoup, and they're a global organization. And um, if you don't do that application well or correctly, uh, you can get denied and you can no longer apply to Google, which is unfortunate. And then number three is Google doesn't, they don't provide good support on this. Their website is nice and shiny with testimonials, and everything else. They, they tell the steps on how to do this, but it's harder than you think it is. I mean, all they have to offer is heavy documentation. I don't know why, but that's what it is. And we all know that there's many people of us, many people out there who are not technical. Uh, to understand these documentations. So that's where we come in as well. You can do it yourself, or you can have us help you do this whole process. We have a hybrid model, which is a done for you, and you do it yourself as well. So we teach you, there's a video series, and you can submit information to us, we can take a look at it, and we'll give it back to you to submit. And you have weekly support from us, and support is live on Facebook, and also we give you best practices, the do's and don'ts, so we won't interrupt your grants and also how to scale up and optimize your ads. It can be found on Google and on the front page. Now, for a for-profit, you may be asking, okay, so how, how does that benefit me by doing this? Okay, I have a nonprofit, now what? But getting this grant, there's several things you can do. You can test ads. $10,000 per month to test ads is enough money to make you dangerous. What does that mean? Basically, you can test different markets, different age groups, races, languages, countries. Nationwide, different states, you name it, you can test different things out and whatever works, you take that and optimize and scale up, right? Now, how do you make those both, you know, those nonprofit and for profit work together, right? I'm sure that's one of the things you guys are thinking about right now is basically when you have your nonprofit. So for profit, for example, is Joe's Plumbing, right? We create this academy called Joe's Academy for Plumbers. And what Joe's going to do is on his nonprofit, he's gonna create courses. It can be webinars, presentations, just teaching people about plumbing overall, plumbing 101. And what's great about it is that when people find you online on a nonprofit, they're going to wanna to have access to your content to learn for free. And in exchange, you're gonna have uh, some sort of contact form or some sort of uh, a form that says, give me your first name, last name, email, and we'll give you access to our content. Great, as you grow that mailing list, you can follow up and be like, Hey, Brent, so I saw that you downloaded my uh, my workshop on Plumbing 101. I hope you loved it. If you need information, let me know. Or if you're interested in sort of partnership or uh, additional help, here's my website, joeplumbing.com. Happy to support you. Great. Right, ciao. And what happens is we go on YouTube, we go to school, you name it. Wherever we get educated, naturally, we tend to have a respect for that person that's teaching us something. We see them as a maestro or professor or someone that's just of high authority that's teaching us and we're learning from them and somehow we like to partner up with them or we trust them and that's what's happening in the back end is that you're building your brands you're building your trustworthiness you're doing goodwill you're doing great for your community you're becoming a thought leader in your space you stick out from your competitor and people naturally want to work with you because you have that nonprofit where you're giving first so that's really the strategy behind it is your for-profit does this your nonprofit does this and they both support each other now that's just for-profit for nonprofits that are existing you're already halfway there which is we just help you apply for the grants and help you understand google ads and how to optimize it so you can you know promote your mission help with fundraising and basically get out there worldwide 
So that's what we do at Impact edX. I'm part of Entrepreneurs Organization. It's a global network of entrepreneurs. There's chapters in every city. There's one in Boston. There's one here in Minneapolis. We are using this grant. It is a non. It is a five. I don't know five with something or whatever. Yes. And as a pure nonprofit, there's no there's no for profit arm of EO. It is effective on getting. Our goal is to get membership in our own local chapter. So mm-hmm. I think what I hear you saying is that you provide the help for somebody that's either already registered. Well, actually, backing up, you would provide help if somebody wants to create a nonprofit, helping them navigate some of those waters and creating it. Is that correct? Yeah, we do all the filing registration on your behalf in the U.S. or in Canada. Okay. Get you all set up and running. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I think the exciting part is, and that a lot of people don't know about this Google grant, this nonprofit grant for ads, is that once you become that that nonprofit, you are eligible to apply for the grant and start using the Google Ad Network for that. And I can say here we rarely ever even use up our ten thousand dollars a month. It's a lot of ads yes. to run for for entrepreneurs for trying to get people to join an entrepreneurs organization. But I think you're also right. It does give an opportunity for people to test some of these things, and even as a nonprofit, to learn and navigate how Google works. I did do that Joe's plumbing thing, and I went through all those. And then my wife said, "No, just I'm hiring a plumber because." There was water everywhere. It never, <laughs> it never worked for me, but I, I know a lot of people are going to be able to do the DIY uh, plumbing thing. So maybe walk us through how it, you would take an existing nonprofit and help them with the Google part of it or just getting them onto the ad network. Basically, I actually had a workshop that we conducted three weeks ago in front of 40 nonprofits. It was great because I got to really understand what are the common pain points for these 40 nonprofits and a large majority of it was technical skills. They were nonprofits already up and running. And um, again, they also didn't know about this Google nonprofit program that existed. Not only that, we can walk through the steps on how to get this uh, Google grant. And like I mentioned earlier, one of the things is getting through TechSoup. And once you get to TechSoup, they give you this token that allows you to apply for this for the Google grant. Now, what some people also miss out, TechSoup, they partner up with a lot of other large organizations similar to Google. Um, like Microsoft as well. And um, on the TechSoup website, they actually have a, a, a page for partners where you can look up all the partners that they work with, including Google. And with this token that they give you only for 60 days to apply, you can use this token to not only apply for Google, but to all these other organizations. Some of them give you free computers. They give you discounts and support and all sort of supplies that can be helpful for your nonprofit organization. We were short- showcasing them that page of partners. So they take advantage of that opportunities as well to support them. And then number two, it was understanding how Google nonprofit program works overall, because you'd be surprised how many people get the grant and then two months later, their accounts get suspended or canceled because they didn't know how to use it properly. Like I mentioned, Google, they provide heavy documentation, but they don't give you all the answers. They don't give you best practices and do's and don'ts that much. So we teach them not to enter a debit or credit card on the back end, because that will interrupt them. We also show them the website policy that Google expects before they give you the, the grants. Google has their expectations, making sure that's mobile friendly, making sure there's no commercial activity or language on the website, and a few other points there that one has to go line by line. Uh, so we teach them to make to make sure you go through that policy very well. And also we start teaching about Google Ads can be very complicated for some folks if you're not really um, tech savvy. So we create these videos to show them step by step how to use it, 
what each certain things mean, buttons, wordings, what are keywords, so help them to define their keywords, and also how to um, use pixels to, to track everything. Because it, if you know how to use uh, pixels and conversions, stuff like that, you're able to kind of track on your, alt, on, on your other social media platforms, how things work and uh, track the right people, not just only. So we do share best practices so they don't have to go through the headaches and they can get fast results, less than 90 days and how to optimize their, their ads. Number four, we like to set up automation. We tend to use Zapier to do uh, automation things to make things easier for people. It can be a lead comes in, goes to your CRM and then it sets up a booking on your Calendly. So all these automation things to make them much more efficient because sometimes if we don't know about automation, we tend to hire more people and they can do those sort of roles. Now there's software that can allow us to scale up and do these sort of things. So we'd have to kind of fundraise more money to find an additional marketing person. We like to save people money, save people's in terms of headaches and help them scale up and get to their goals a lot faster. So that's what we do for um, existing uh, nonprofits. I know that one thing in your bio, you said that you help serve underserved communities. <laughs> you help with underserved yes. communities. Maybe Tell us about how you're helping in that and maybe why those underserved communities don't have the kind of access that your Fortune 500 company that wants to do a nonprofit would have. Yeah, happy to do that. So I actually have a nonprofit here in the U.S. and uh, it's called ESG Housing Inc. It stands for Environmental Social Governance. And our mission is pretty simple, is to provide access to affordable housing for low-income families uh, and seniors. Now, why is that important to me? Because I grew up in the projects. You can say that's the word we use, projects, and um, in Lawrence, Massachusetts. And I remember not having a lot of access to, you know, resources or education. And when I say me and my family, I just, <laughs> all I did was just live there, play games with the kids, read nothing else. I didn't see any sort of, a lot of programs. Maybe I, I was too young. I don't know. But what I do remember is as I grown all, all these years and diving into real estate and i'm still around these communities and i have friends who live in these communities and they still give me their feedback and how things work people feel like they're that the government is, is not working for them and they show me around so i created this uh, this nonprofit not because i'm also but i've been in their shoes i have friends who are in these projects i have people who can't find apartments i have i found people who Yes, they can find apartments, but also they're too expensive. And within my experience, I've learned a lot about technology. I've learned a lot about robotics, 3D printing. And what I'm hoping to do with this nonprofit is to build a lot of affordable homes with a lot of green technologies and materials that includes plastics instead of concrete and create homes under three months, <laughs> under six months. These are that are very, it's gonna change the game. I call it the future of technology or future of uh, construction. But it's basically being able to build homes in a faster pace, building homes that are safe, building homes that have resources. That means access to education, access to programs nationwide. So I'm in the process of creating different partnerships to make that possible. So I'm serving those communities that are distressed and underserved, just how I grew up, because I know how it feels. And I think today in America, there's still a lot of opportunities, a lot of families out there in need, a lot of um, communities that are still distressed. And for those folks that are not in real estate, these are called our qualified opportunity zones, which are zones that need to be developed, that the town or city, they incentivize you to build schools, shopping plazas, affordable homes, etc. And uh, it also incentivizes the investors as well. So overall, that's how I'm serving served communities. I grew up in and in other states is by creating affordable housing with these green technologies. 
That's great. Yeah, and I think uh, if if anybody has traveled to other parts of the world, and I'll, I'll point out Venezuela as particular, that there are areas in South America where there's different levels of economy and emergence. I traveled so, to Bolivia quite a bit, and I know that their economy is completely different than Mexico or even Dominican Republic. So the closer you get to the U.S., things get a little bit better, but... I think we as yes. Americans, we get uh, nullified or you don't understand what the rest of the world lives and how they live and how lucky we are. And then how many resources we have to help our fellow brothers and sisters yes. to lift up and and move up. So that I applaud you yes. in that. Thank you, Brent. That's one thing that I am very appreciative of is I've been able to live in the Dominican Republic, live in Mexico travel often to Colombia, been in Venezuela, and I've learned that there's more to life than what we think and the different perspectives that I've been through. And I've seen and I understand now what hard work is. And I'm thankful that I grew up in, in my environment with my family, pretty humble. My wife is from Colombia, from a third world. And I'm humbled and blessed that I've had these experiences because it's made me who I am today using Google, Yahoo, just promoting things online and practicing inbound marketing as well. So. I think there's a lot of potential to do good and to impact many people out there and many businesses. Kept me humble for sure and blessed to have what I have today and being raised here as an American. But it has opened up my perspective on the opportunities and where the need is and where we can provide help. ESG, Housing Inc. and Impact Annex is just the beginning. I'm planting my seeds here in, in America to build case studies to create some sort of long-term game here. But my long-term goal is to expand to these countries that I've visited because I've seen that there's still countries out there that still do business face-to-face. -face. They use radio ads, newspaper ads. They do WhatsApp promotions, right, on these communication apps. And, you know, they're all transforming into the digital world as well. So they're all beginning to create online websites. They're creating inbound marketing techniques, offers, right? They're transforming to this digital age. And all this is going to be helpful for them, especially the impact annex. $10,000 here for us is about 30, 40 million pesos in Colombia. And that can make a big, big impact for any business down there. Uh, to be found on Google. Just think about back when we got internet and we started having AOL and Google, anyone who knew the dot-com era and was able to be on the first page of anything or just have a page, you were thriving, you were ahead of the curve. So that opportunity still occurs for other countries and we're able to provide that opportunity with this uh, Google ad grant. So the hopes and the long-term goal is to expand to other countries and create more JV opportunities. And on the ESG Housing Inc., don't get me wrong, I already have people in Peru who want um, 500 single homes to be built with these 3D printer machines. So there's demand that's growing, there's education that's still happening, evolving, but I'd love to see how we can do more international work as we grow. Uh, I'm trying to get my feet wet here in the US first, but the vision, the, the long-term goal, the future, it's gonna be a beautiful thing. Uh, we're gonna help a lot of people, and I think achieving that goal of impacting one billion lives is a reality. And I can't do it alone, I can only do it with everyone who has a similar vision, who feels that energy through this podcast and uh, hoping that we can connect at, at the end of this podcast to make that dream into reality.
Yeah, that's great. So we have a couple of minutes left. So maybe tell help people understand how they could get a hold of you. What what are the right people that uh, that you'd like to talk to? And and um, sure, yeah. Happy. Thanks so much, Brent. For those listening, if you have an interest um, to learn more about Impact Annex, if anyone has to look you up on Google, then you're a great fit for us <laughs> because this grant is for anyone that's, uh, that can be found on Google. So that can be for profit or nonprofit. We're happy to help you out. Just visit our website at www.impactnx. That's spelled A. And uh, browse around and any contact form you, you find there will lead up to me. We'll have a half hour conversation just to learn more about your current situation. And, and for those folks that um, are interested in learning more about ESG Housing Inc., we have a website, www.esghousing.org. And we're looking to, to of course, any donors like to, fund, like to donate, happy to have you part of the family. And in terms of partners, we're looking for partnerships for developers, landlords, former mayors or governors, anyone that's involved in QLZ, which is Qualified Opportunity Zones. And any volunteers or potential community members like to join our team, they'll be phenomenal because then we can scale up very rapidly. We love to have people in different states because your your town and city situation more than I do. And we're looking to um, scale up that way where you can be an ambassador for ESG Housing Inc. for your community. And you tell us what's happening, what's the needs, and let's start building and helping your community and friends and family because that's what it really it comes down to is making a win-win for everyone. Keep growing together. So that's my my message to everyone today. I, again, I appreciate Brent and everyone for listening today. And let's build up America together. I'll put all the I'll put the links in the show notes so people can find those. Great, Ronaldo. At the end of every podcast, I give you an opportunity to do a shameless plug. Go ahead and plug whatever you'd like today. Sure. I thank you so much, Brent, for the opportunity. I guess my plug is come to support ESG Housing, Inc. I think that's a big priority right now for many people is to find affordable homes. We're all seeing prices are jacking up everywhere, and it's hurting. I had a friend last night came over saying, my budget is only $1,600. I can't find a place. I have to move up at the 14th. And it really hurts me that I really, if I had a few buildings, but I do it, I'll plug you into this unit. Don't worry about it. I'll cover the first two months. Get yourself on your feet. Happy to help you out, bro. No worry about it. And that's the organization that, or the community I'm trying to build here is, is let us be your plan B or your plan A. Regardless, we have your back. Which one thing I forgot to mention, Brent, is we're looking to, within this, this model, is to create an emergency fund so that every building that we create for families, they're all going to work interconnected. So all that cash flow goes among all these buildings so that, let's say the epidemic will happen again, basically, and you can't pay rent. We'll take money from that fund to pay your rents until you're back on, on your feet. That also includes providing little to free internet in terms of it can be a low cost or it can be free internet, but we're looking to pay people's bills when it comes to internet because we want money not to be the issue here. We want you to have access to these resources. And there yeah, it is, right? That's <laughs> great. Yeah. So it's, I think people make it overcomplicated. I think many people sometimes it, it can be ego. It can be just about money, but I'm trying to, take away all those roadblocks and just really help people leave that bull out of the way and and start, you know, doing, start executing because I think we have the power um, to do great things here if we put our minds to it and if we work together. So that's my plug-in. I was a bit long, but basically supporting us at ESG Housing. There you go. (laughs) Now it's fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, again, I'll put all the the links in the show notes. Ronaldo Santana. Muchas gracias. Igualmente, mucho gusto. Great. Have a great uh, afternoon. Thank you, you too. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been a pleasure to be your host today. 
please sign up for our newsletter platforms at talk-commerce.com. Rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce wherever you download your podcasts. New shows out every week.